Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this man back. Good friend of mine. Good friend of the former president, Donald Trump. It is Roger Stone. Roger, how are you? Good to see you. Well, it's a sad day in America, uh, but I think we both knew this was coming. It's yet the next step uh, in the in the attempted takedown of the one guy who can save this country. It's it's this Roger. I got to tell you, man. Uh, I, I'm a little more optimistic than you were. I didn't think that they would go through with this, um, and, and the fact that they did makes me sick to my stomach just as much as it does yours. But when we look at the judge, even in this case, his daughter was a, a politico for for Harris, and she's a big Biden and and Harris supporter. You've got a guy who who um, uh, in Alvin Bragg who himself said we well, can't bring charges in this case. And then when he became the DA, he wanted to bring charges in the case. Why do you think we're here? Because you and I both know this indictment is BS. Why are we here, really? Well, we're here because on March 16th, Donald Trump drew a line in the sand. He made it very clear that he wanted to end the war in Ukraine. Uh, that if he got back into office, that he would uh, that he would essentially dissemble and reorganize the entire deep state, the national security apparatus, the State Department, the intelligence agencies, and particularly our completely crooked Justice Department. So they're terrorized. Donald Trump is an existential threat to the uh, to the two-party duopoly that is very busy destroying this country, uh, and they know that he and he alone can stop them. He and he alone has an appeal far beyond the Republican Party, yeah. uh, and they're desperate not to face him in another election because they've already lost two elections to them. But, but, but he's up He's up 20 more points now since they did this. He's raised $7 million since they announced the indictment. They are not hurting him. They're helping him. Uh, that's true, but there's two possibilities here. One, they could have misguided political judgment. Remember, Jimmy Carter's people wanted to run against Ronald Reagan. Right. Hillary Clinton's people wanted to run against Donald Trump. They may incorrectly, by buying their own BS, believe that Donald Trump is somehow a damaged article with the American people, not understanding that it's Trump who has reached beyond the Republican Party for those independents, blue collar working voters who normally vote Democratic, but will vote for Donald Trump. So in their misguided thinking, they may think he's the weakest opponent and therefore not really care that they're really bolstering his chances of being nominated or, and this is possible, uh, they think that uh, that he is uh, uh, that he is, uh, 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 you know, uh, going to win. And therefore, they have to somehow uh, uh, disqualify him. Dis- and a perfect example, of course, would be if he were charged uh, uh, having violated the 14th Amendment by Jack Smith, the special counsel. That would be the only instance in which he would not be eligible to run. Right. Other than that, even if this guy's under 14 indictments, he can still run, and under that circumstances, he can wear those indictments as a badge because he's pled not guilty to all of them yes. and still be elected president. It's Roger Stone. Go to StoneZone.com. StoneZone.com. Get every book he writes as well. Um, a great friend of ours and certainly a guy who's in the know. You face the same sort of witch hunt. But let me let me ask you this. When, when it comes to doing this against Trump, knowing that the statute of limitations is over for any misdemeanor, it's over for any felony as well. Two years ago, the statute of limitations would have been over in New York for felonies. What are they basing these, these 34 charges on? 34 felonies, Roger, related to a settlement of a nuisance claim. Uh, how many member, How many uh, Republicans do you think there were in the grand jury? Zero. How many, how, how many military veterans do you think there were in the grand jury? Zero uh, or maybe one. Right, exactly. I mean, the point here is you have you have a, a politically motivated and crooked prosecutor 
uh, and you have a completely hostile grand jury who will indict a ham sandwich if Alvin Bragg tells them to. So uh, Mr. Bragg is ba- is betting that with this jury, with the jury that will be selected in Manhattan, in which, trust me, there will not be a single Republican, independent or Trump supporter that he can get a conviction. Also, I think Mr. Bragg is, a, is he's a minor appendage uh, of the deep state. He's taking orders. He's making any decisions. He, he's taking orders. And the orders are destroy Donald Trump at all costs, yeah. uh, which is why, uh, by the way, Joe, I think you're going to see a replay of this whole thing play out in Fulton County, Georgia, weeks from now. Anybody who will just take the time to read the entire transcript of the phone conversation between Donald Trump and the Secretary of State Raffensperger, he never tells Raffensperger, hey, just go find 11,870 votes. What he says is, you have already illegally counted uh, 11,870 votes that shouldn't have been counted. Once you eliminate them, I win. 5,000 of them were convicted felons, for example, whose votes have been counted. There's 10 people in this phone call, by the way, lawyers. So there's many witnesses. But instead, you're going to get a manufactured indictment there, too. Why? Because George Soros, who gave her a million dollars, is going to call Fannie Wills that prosecutor just as he put the heat on Alvin. Hey, Roger, if Donald Trump today in Mar-a-Lago tonight goes on the microphone in front of cameras and says, I've decided not to run in 2024, does all this go away? Uh, probably. Or, or, or do they just want to get him? Well, first of all, there's zero chance of that ever happening. No, I understand that. Just hypothetically, I wonder if this is only to stop him from running, or are they punishing him for beating Hillary Clinton? No, I think I think they want to destroy him because he is the last standing threat to their, to their ultimate control of the country. Okay. <clears throat> I just made the giant mistake of doing an interview with Sky News. I won't oh, be no. doing that <laughs> any, anytime soon. Uh, they don't get it either. Uh, they said, well, you know, we just had Anthony Scaramucci on and he told us that Trump will drop out. Joe, I've known Donald Trump 44 years, much longer than Anthony Scaramucci. Donald Trump will never quit. Never quit. If there's breath in his body, he's running. He's a warrior. Right. He's a winner. Uh, he'll never drop out. Uh, so therefore, it's a moot point. If he dropped out, would they would they leave him alone? Probably. But as he says 100 times, this isn't about him. Yeah. This is about us. He's just in the way. They don't take us down as Americans. He just stands in the way. And that's why he's paid an enormous price for this. Roger, it took me longer to eat dinner last night than Anthony Scaramucci was the comms director at the White House. So I don't think anything he has to say holds any water with anybody who's got a brain. It's Roger Stone, stonezone.com, stonezone.com. Let me get into, um, into the Georgia thing just like you just did. In fact, on that call, Trump basically is saying, I know you counted way more votes than should have been counted. I just need 11,000. You know what I mean? He never, ever says, get them for me or else. He says, I know you counted votes that shouldn't have been counted. I don't need all of them. I just need this many because that would have given me the win. What is illegal about that? There's nothing about it. But then Fannie Willis is just as dishonest as Alvin Bragg. And this is another politically motivated witch hunt. In this case, you've got grand jurors running around talking about it, uh, which the grand jury is supposed to be secret. Uh, the, The real danger, in my opinion, lies in these state cases, not in the federal cases. And here's why. Uh, there's, uh, it is possible, I think, for a New York or a Georgia case to conceivably get to trial before the November election. Okay. I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think, given uh, the momentous questions involved, 
that Jack Smith, the special counsel, could get a federal trial, to, uh, a federal case to trial prior to the election. Consequently, Trump can run while under federal indictment with a si simple message. I'm not guilty. If I am elected, I will pardon myself and I will immediately order my new attorney general to arrest the following people. Wow. Uh, and the American people, I think, would go for that. He cannot pardon himself for a state conviction, which is why he needs to avoid being convicted in either uh, New York or Georgia. Yeah. It's Roger Stone, StoneZone.com. Yeah, the case in uh, in New York, I think, is going to go away very quickly because, again, the statute of limitations is over. This is a witch hunt. This is stupid. It might even, I'm sure his, his uh, lawyers will say, hey, uh, we want this thrown out. And there's a chance even this r ridiculous judge in New York would throw it out. Having said that, he's going to come out unscathed on that one, I think. Georgia, the same thing. Let's talk about the federal case, this Jack Smith case, because the Presidential Records Act says that a president can take anything he wants, and basically his act of taking it means that it's declassified. There is no case here whatsoever, but the inference from people like Cash Patel, Roger, is that he has paperwork that proves that there are a line, a litany of really, really dirty people that did horrible things um, either either before he was president and while he was president, and they're all scared from Obama on down that they're going to be exposed. Do you believe that too? Uh, well, first of all, I have a lot of confidence in Cash Patel. He was the chief counsel for the House Intelligence Committee right. when I went there and testified honestly. Of course, I was later charged with lying to the committee in my voluntary testimony. The judge said to me, Joe, you lied to cover up for Donald Trump. Really? Cover up what? The right. Russian collusion? There is no Russian collusion. The WikiLeaks collaboration? There was no WikiLeaks exactly. collaboration. But here's the other thing I learned the hard way in D.C. The law, the rules, the Constitution, the facts, due process, none of these things matter uh, when you go to trial in the District of Columbia. This is a perverted, broken system uh, in which uh, I don't think you can get a fair trial in D.C. if you're a non-liberal Democrat. Roger, do you agree, however, and Mike Davis, the great reporter, told me this, the act of the president telling his staff, take those 15 boxes and load them onto my plane, I'm taking them to Florida, that in and of itself is declassification. Uh, I, I believe that to be true, but then again, I'm I'm not a lawyer. Right. But again, where is that going to be adjudicated? In the District of Columbia? You should have seen the jury in my case, Joe. You wouldn't have believed it. You wouldn't have believed it. Roger, when you see this happening, this Roger Stone, go to stonezone.com. A great political mind, a great author as well. He's a great show host, too. And I hope to come back on the show soon. I know that I was, I was supposed to call you last week, but I didn't. Uh, we want to make that happen. I love being on with you. You faced this same exact thing. I think you would agree to a lesser level because you weren't the president. They're trying to take this guy out who just loves America like you and I do. What, what goes through your mind? Is there a moment, Roger, where you say to yourself, Holy crap, they're going to stop at nothing to get me. Or did, were you firm the entire time with a backbone that said, nope, I love this country, I did nothing wrong? Well, there were two things I wasn't going to do. Number one, I wasn't going to plead guilty to some crime I didn't commit. And number two, uh, I was never going to give them what they really wanted, false testimony regarding Donald Trump. So a point came, sure, I was dejected, I was disappointed, I was furious, I was scared. That's the point at which I turned my life over to Jesus Christ. I know liberals will snicker when they hear that. They think it's some kind of joke. It's not a joke. But for the power of Jesus Christ and the Lord uh, and giving Donald Trump the strength and the courage in an election year to give me a full pardon, I wouldn't be on your show, Joe. Right, right, uh, and right. I can tell you, I spoke to Donald Trump last Sunday. I'm going to see him tonight. We prayed together on the phone last Sunday morning. That That's, a, that's an evolution in Donald Trump. Uh, I think that he understands that he has the Lord's protection at this point. Uh, and again, this isn't really about him. It's really not. 
It's just that he's in the way between them and those who destroy us and us. While all this is going on, Roger, what a great testimony. I love hearing about that. Thank you so much for, for telling my audience what you just said about the call with President Trump and the fact that you turn your life over to, to Jesus Christ as well. As we watch this unfold, around the world, they're going away from the dollar. Around the world, our money is going to be worth so much less very soon if we don't do something. Around the world, we've got wars breaking out. And the one thing we couldn't let happen, China and, and, uh, and Russia becoming friends, is happening. Roger, what is going on? Is this a diversion from the globalists out there as they take over our monetary system, as Russia and China are having tea together to charge Donald Trump? Is this a diversion, do you think? Yes, I think it's a diversion from many things. First of all, it's a diversion from the epic crimes of the Biden crime family, all of which is documented in Hunter Biden's laptop. It is a, a diversion from the fact that trans lunatics are killing Christian children uh, in schools. Right. Uh, and, we're sp- and we're supposed to be sympathetic to the killer, not to those who are killed. Uh, horrific, just horrific. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's a distraction from the fact that we've done the impossible. We've drove, driven the Russians into the hands of the Iranians. And now Russia, China, Iran, Brazil, and it looks to me like the Saudis have decided that they're going to go without the United States. Uh, these are all uh, catastrophic mistakes, except for they're not mistakes. They're purposeful policies of this administration, or they're the effect of them. So, yes, I think the prosecution of Donald Trump is meant to be a distraction from all of those setbacks for this country. While we're at it, shall we mention uh, records, uh, fuel prices, gas prices, food shortages, uh, killing inflation? I went to the grocery store the other day. I bought a steak. Well, it wasn't really a steak. It was really two bites of a steak. Yeah. It cost me 12 bucks. Crazy. It blew my mind. Uh, but this is a distraction from all of that. Oh, no. Is Donald Trump, uh, you know, how many counts is there going to be? It's an absurdity. The other point I have to mention, Joe, how ironic that the guy who reports that there are 34 counts in the indictment against Donald Trump, Mike Isikoff, is the exact same reporter uh, who the FBI gave the Steele dossier to, uh, who then wrote a story about it, which the Justice Department then took his story and used it in, as evidence in their fake FISA warrant request. Uh, you can't make this stuff up. They keep going back to the same stooges, the same the same non-journalist actors. Because, because nobody stopped them last time. Why stop now? And, and the problem that I have here, and you know this better than anybody, it's a felony to release the fact that the indictments were 34 felonies. And all these idiots in the, in the left-leaning news knew that going in. Where's the indictment for the person that released that information? I guess that, that might be the same person that released the Roe v. Wade decision from the Supreme Court before it actually happened. And those people, there's no hell to pay. And by the way, there, there's no third rail. There's no journalism anymore where they're questioning the powers that be. Just today, somebody asked Corrine Jean-Pierre, the press secretary, whether Joe Biden knew about the indictments before they happened. Roger, to, to all that, that I hold holy, she said, looked at the person and said, he had no idea. He found out when you did. Yeah, that, that is such an o- obvious, such an obvious lie. Actually, I've seen this video over and over again when they asked uh, Biden about, well, what about Trump making a comeback? And he says... Uh, well, we're not going to let him take power and we're, we're, we're going to use the Constitution. That's the tip off that the one thing that could derail Donald Trump is uh, a charge under the 14th Amendment in connection with January 6th, uh, which claims falsely uh, that he that he uh, acted seditiously towards the government. 
that a conviction, conviction, not charges, but conviction on that charge would eliminate his ability legally, disqualify him from being president. But Joe Biden, you, as usual, blurts it right out. I think that is the master plan. They are petrified of Donald Trump. They still have dreams, nightmares about election night 2016. And they can't get it out of their blood because you know what, Joe? He's on his way back and he's going to win again. Our last 30 seconds or so with Roger Stone. Stonezone.com, stonezone.com. Really appreciate the time, Roger. How does this shake out? I know the president's going to uh, come out tonight. He's going to be resolute. He's going to have a very firm backbone. I'm not backing down. These are BS charges. But how does this work itself out? I don't think they can convict him because the statutes of limitations are over. And really, it's just a paperwork thing. This is not some, some high crime and misdemeanor. What happens here? Well, we have to hope that he has selected the right lawyers. He really needs combative, aggressive, creative lawyers. They need to challenge this on the basis of the statute of limitations uh, and seek its dismissal. They need to challenge this prosecutor and ask that it be moved. They have to challenge this judge and ask for another judge. This judge's wife was active in the Biden campaign. Please give me a a break. Why don't we have this trial in Staten Island? There's an idea for you. How about a change of venue to Staten Island? What would a Staten Island jury look like as compared to a Manhattan jury? So I think his lawyers have to be extraordinarily aggressive. They have to try to get the case dismissed. If they can't get it dismissed, they need a different prosecutor. They need a different judge. They need a different venue. Follow him everywhere. It's Roger Stone, Roger Stone Jr., StoneZone.com. Roger, I can't thank you enough for the, for the friendship and for the intelligence every single time. Come back again soon, my friend. Let's get you on my show next week. I've got the perfect theme. A couple of Italian guys sitting around talking. <laughs> I love it. Let's do that, my friend. It's a deal. I appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. I love hearing about President Trump and Roger praying and uh, putting it in the hands of the big guy. I really love that. Now, next hour, the former president is expected to speak from his home in Palm Beach, Florida at Mar-a-Lago. I am taking a look. I'm taking a look at what's happening there now. They're not speaking with him yet. Some commentary going on. I know that Kerry Lake is there. We'll bring it to you if and when he goes live. Got another big hour coming your way. Stay right here on The Joe Pag Show. This is The Joe Pag Show.